Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. We are based out in the UK and the US. Enjoy this week's episode. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning. I am joined this week by Caroline Wilson, who is working for a company called Oscar Technology based up in Manchester. But I'll uh, I'll pass it over to you, Caroline, so you can do a proper intro on yourself. Thanks, Elliot. Yes, I'm Caroline. I head up the contract division for Oscar UK and Europe. I've been here now three months. Yeah. Um, and I have a... Yeah, I'm in my 15th year in recruitment, so all fun and games. Just as, just as long as me then, fine. So we're still loving it, right? We're, we're, I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we'll take a, a step back. We'll go back to the beginning. Um, you started off uh, you know, in recruitment as a trainee, and you've done something that not a lot of people do, and you've spent this, you, you've built a career in you know, an individual business and worked your way up through the ranks. But what? first of all, I guess, do you remember why you got into recruitment? Yes, I guess. My central perspective in life has always been to get up, work hard, grab opportunity, yep. don't give up. And that stems from, from my childhood. When I left university, I think I was looking for something that I could get my teeth stuck into straight away, um, be financially stable, have a challenging role, learn a lot, work hard and aim high. And, you know, the rewards that come with recruitment I felt, you know, gave me that push. So I remember graduating and I got my job within two weeks of graduating. Amazing. And I loved it. Amazing. So you've not looked back since then, I guess you're still 15 years later. So <laughs> why, how technology, did you ever consider doing anything else in recruitment, any other sector? Did you find it's a market that you were passionate about, that you had real interest in, or is it more just about like with other recruiters, you know, the money? Good question. Um, I was pretty open at the time, but, you know, tech, tech is at the core. Tech is ever-changing, fast-moving, always disrupting. And I felt that, you know, that kind of industry isn't going to slow down at all. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say tech was probably up there with the, uh, with the first choice. Definitely fine. So moving into the role of a trainee recruiter, you're in the tech market now. What pushed you to want to work your way up into, you know, the senior aspect of, of our industry? You know, what gave you that drive? Was it something you planned to do? Because, I mean, I've spoken to many people on the podcast and they've gone through the route of principle where they didn't want that responsibility. But where did that, you know, I suppose, where did that kind of happen for you? Um, that happened for me about six six years in. Yeah. I was a senior consultant on my team, um, leader from the front, um, and looking after rookies on the team, yeah. felt that I could also inspire those around me. And, and I was getting a lot of, you know, great um, satisfaction from getting people to replicate what I was doing to get success. I guess as well, at the time, I was also emulating the behaviours of my managers and my directors. Yeah. And I really felt that I could take that path. I was learning from them every day. Yeah, so, sure. you know, the core values my bosses set with me early on in my career, I started to replicate and get results and, and get results from it. 
I really like seeing people, you know, nurtured, flourished, um, and and aiming high. And like I said, you know, seeing them get results was, was hugely rewarding. Yeah, definitely. I can imagine. Did you ever at one point think to yourself, why have I done this? What 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 am I trying to achieve here? What what why have I bothered, you know, trying to make things maybe harder for myself? Definitely. I think the hardest time in my career, um, and that, that time <laughs> that voice was in my head, was when I was a team leader, a billing team leader. So yeah. spinning every plate, um, being the high energy motivational leader but as well dealing with my own business and growing my own weekly GP. That was truly hard. Very, very difficult to switch off. Yeah. Um, and there, there are times when I thought, this is this is not sustainable. Yeah. Um, and I think it's always about bringing it back to the basics, looking at your own goals. And actually what, what I put into place then was actually getting the team just to copy what I did yeah. and, and see me in action as opposed to have to put you know the tools down and train all day. It was yeah. watch me on the job. So based on that, and for those out there listening in that have had these instances or ha- are having these, you know, kind of situations occur at the moment, how, if you get to a point as, you know, as in management and you've got a team that rely on you and you're responsible for and you've got your own responsibilities, but, you know, it's something's not working, you know, you're finding, you know, a struggle, you, you're just new to management. What would you say is a, you know, as a piece of advice to them to, I suppose, get themselves, you know, a, a above water again you know you've mentioned that you told everyone yeah. to you've stopped and went back to basics is there anything else you'd, you'd recommend yeah I think for me um open communication is king yeah so many times in 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 my career I've sat down with my team and I've shared shared the problem this is where I am this is the pressure I'm putting on myself this is what I want to do for you we want to get here, but there's only so many hours in the day and I'm only one person. How can we as a team pull together and actually play to everyone's strengths and look at forming pillars on the team? So everyone is accountable and we can have certain pillars, maybe three or four, and we work them all out together and we all agree on them and we're all accountable. So for me, that really helped. And it's all about trust, open communication. What I found really helped with that is we're all in it together. We, we, we come up with the basic plan, whether it's winning new clients, whether it's ensuring our activities high, whether it's developing and training each other more, but it's a shared goal. Yeah. As soon as I started to open up and share the load, people on the team used to come forward and say, do you know, I'm really good at that. Let, let me take that. I'm really good at this. I'm going to drive that. Mm. So what that created is an environment where everybody can flourish. Everybody had a part to play. Sure. And, and we were collaborating. And for me, being a leader isn't working 80 hours a week and burning yourself out. Yep. It's about being realistic, pulling everyone in the team together. You've hired them for a reason. Not, they're not just cogs in your machine. They are, you know, they they are they have got great ideas and they've got a lot of creativity. Share it, yeah. Own it and then push forward. So for me, it was always around having pillars. We used to go at the core four, always around the pillars, and then you know tying that into a vision. But it's everyone's vision, not just yours. Definitely, definitely. Did you 
to get this like this mindset right that you've got it doesn't always come naturally mm. to a lot of recruiters right usually some of the recruiters are just all about their individual billings and they don't want to have that thought process so do you have any um if there's someone out there that's you know in that role that you're in do you did you read anything did you utilize your you know senior management to to support you and mentor you did you have training what did you do to to help yourself okay I'm, I'm naturally a positive person, I'm, you know, I'm full of energy and I, and I think that, you know, being a leader requires that, you know, that's something that, you know, you can't just give yourself, that sometimes is innate. I read a lot of business books, management books, I really do, you know, that's how I relax. I'd say what has inspired me a lot, which has been more, been shaped by my environment, yeah. is the early days of recruitment, I'd say the first 10 years in recruitment, when I was so inspired by directors yep. so inspired by their values their behavior it made me want to step in their shoes and 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 have a good go and because i was on this learning trajectory all i kept saying to myself is that will be me one day i can do that i can do that and the challenge of of, of, of filling filling their positions was something that got me out of bed every day yeah um I love a challenge and I love learning. So for me, it's reading, being inspired and having that absolute self-belief yeah. and not giving up. Fine. Good. Moving forward, we're now in 2020. Um, you know, you've taken, you know, the, the last year or so has taken its toll, obviously. You're at a senior point in your career. Um how did you manage, find, you know, get through 2020 to where we are now? I know that obviously you've moved into a really exciting role, you know, you know, towards, I think it was Q4 last year. So where, where, where's that journey taking you? It's been a brilliant, it's been a brilliant um, start, Oscar, and um, yeah. that I joined and, you know, the momentum within the business is something that, you know, I really, really thrive off. Yeah. I'd say 2020, 2020 was tough. Yeah. But if I'm going to put a positive spin on that, you know, the wheels of industry were, were still turning. Yeah. It was it was testing our agile agility, and um, it was the first time that tech has been at the core. So like the first health pandemic we've been in, where technology is at the centre, and you know it was relied on so much. So huge seismic shifts in the way clients had to adapt and press fast forward on a lot of their project plans. Yeah. So, you know, the work from home culture, everything was just disrupted. And I felt that if anything, working in tech was hugely exciting to see clients fast forward their goals. Yes. And for me, it's made business conversations a lot more interesting in the last, in the last year. Don't get me wrong, it's a challenge. There's been uncertainty in the market, but within that, there's pockets of excitement where clients are forced to disrupt, be out of the comfort zone, because the changes that they've had to go through, you know, we're on the agenda anyway, but might not happen for another two years. Definitely. What made you, you know, I, I, if, you, if you don't mind me asking, what made you make the leap to the role that you're in now? You mentioned that it was, you know, it's momentum. The business has got a lot of momentum and excitement. But um, what would you look? What would, what are you looking for? You know, what did what made you want to take the role that you're in now? What gave you that, I suppose, um, yeah. you know, attachment to that momentum? 
was really impressed that Oscar as a brand, um, obviously they've got many accolades yeah. and, you know, they've got um, a solid function that's been in operation for years. Um, what attracted me was the ability to step outside my comfort zone. Yeah. I've still got a lot to learn and growing a, a contract team, um, adding value and collaborating for me and, and you know, looking at the, the European market as well is, again, more to stretch me I'm constantly looking for ways to be out my comfort zone that's what keeps me ticking and um yeah Oscar Oscar's tick that box what's the the plan now where you are how's this year looking for you what's the a goal for 2021 so we've got um, a strong contract team that you know we're all excited to consolidate and grow you know, I'd say my my goals are, like any contract director, it's to increase your social circle, you know, become influencers in your field, make sure everybody's well-known within their niche, grow the runner book, of course, and, you know, see people grow, see people hit their goals, see people yeah. achieve what I achieved and got so much satisfaction from. I really enjoy working with the team and seeing them do well, and also, I really enjoy making a difference to our clients and, and customers, giving them that wow factor service yeah. and seeing, you know, repeat business come off the back of that. For me, it's about consolidating, growing, getting bigger and dominating to, dominating more. Brilliant. So you're in a plan of hiring at the moment then for the, for, I suppose, for the immediate future? Yes. Cool. Yes. I think um, we're in a strong position to grow we're going to be adding heads yeah. absolutely um but you know being sensible about it you know not just um getting to a point where it's not sustainable we've got to start small and we've got to then dominate yeah so we can so i can develop everyone um and Brilliant. set set the benchmarks fine something I, i've not asked anyone before but i'm keen to find out um how have you differentiated the interview process to i suppose a year or so ago when you know it was all face to face looking for certain personality and culture fits to you know interviewing someone now for your team have you found that easy hard or the same you know that is a challenge because you know there's there's a lot to be said for you know you know personal interactions you know reading body language and 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 having a bit more informality about the interview uh, you know sometimes that's easier face to face um We've just kept it as, as slick as we can and, and, and tried to, you know, continue our multi-stage interviews and have that, still have that outlet to find out a little bit more about them. So it's not just so formal, yeah. you know, might just be, you know, a few more Zoom calls, a few more team meetings. What we have done is we've involved other members of the team to have a chat to, you know, to t you know applicants and yeah. just getting people to relax a little bit because I think there's some kind of nerves associated with being on video interviews yeah i think it's, it's, it's very different but i think it's the new way and I, i've employed people just i haven't even met a couple of my staff yet you know in, in physically i've just yeah. done it on zoom and i'm just trying to, to 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 i suppose go with it at the moment and yeah you know, look you know that's just the way it is um 
but we've got to keep them growing, right? So that's the that's the way we're doing it. But what are you yeah. look, what are you looking for for those listening in um, who are in recruitment that are based up, you know, in in Manchester, for example, that may be looking um, or might be open to to a conversation? What do you look for? Um, what do you want at the moment from these recruiters to come in and join your team? You know, passion yeah. is one thing. Having a real purpose, knowing what you want out of a job got to display some kind of grit as well yeah so that for me is what you look for when you know somebody will persevere through the tough times sure so being confident being passionate and positive but what have they got in their repertoire that demonstrates they can hang on in when it's tough what have they done in the past to dig deep you know evidence that they have got you know a thick skin in sales and, you know, can push through obstacles because this year has taught us that, you know, it's all about stamina. Um, so yeah, you know, you need the X factor. Yeah. You need people that are can do, can do attitude and have a real tenacity to learn, to be inquisitive, interested sure. in tech, yeah. you know, it's a really exciting place to be. Brilliant. Brilliant. Lastly, to kind of wrap it up, what would you say to anyone in management having to get used to the new way of working, to build a business that's maybe joined a new team, a new company? What do you advise them? And what, I suppose, would you say to look out for? Yeah, okay. So I guess talking of my current experience that's probably most relevant because I started pretty much yeah. in and out of a lockdown growing a team like you said I've only met some of my team once yeah. in person so for me what I do if you're starting in this way and you want to be you know you want to create the best environment possible it's about trust open communication and it's creating that happy medium you know management comes with a lot of emotional and interpersonal interactions okay so you need to be as natural as possible and authentic. But what you also need to strike a balance of is being firm but fair yeah. and making sure that your expectations are high. So really striking that balance. So you need to get to know everyone on your team, identify what drives them. You need to understand their goals. Do they fit in with, with, with what you want to achieve as well? You need to take an active interest. What's their niche? How are they going to learn about it? Yeah. You know, giving them that development and above all creating that environment where it's such open communication not that you get asked questions all day it's will they pick up the phone will they tell you when they're having a tough time will they put their hand up and say and that's what you need especially in this kind of setup with this working from home culture yeah. so firm but fair happy medium trust and open comms definitely Brilliant. love it love it love it Caroline, thank you very much for your time. Um, we'll wrap it up there, but I've got loads of notes here, loads of information. Um, what I'll do is I'll share a couple of snippets out to the market so they can get a feel for kind of who you are and little, you know, little bits here and there. But ultimately, the actual podcast will be released on Wednesday. Um, I think you know what you've shared, what you've gone through here has been. There's a few things that are, are, you'll see when I post it out there that are, are really standing out to me, and I'm sure to the people that are listening in on this. If anyone's got any questions, feel free to reach out to, to Caroline directly. If there's any interest in the business of Oscar Tech, you know I'll be sharing a little bit of info on who you guys are, um, so people can reach out and and go directly to you because. I think ultimately you're the best person to, to ask in the business now that they can see who you are. So 
I appreciate your time. Thank you very much again. And uh, we'll thank you, Elliot. Speak soon. Absolutely. Thank Brilliant. you. Take care. See you later. Bye, Elliot.